0: Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. Well, I've got some news. We've got an apprentice joining us today. Oh. Come say hi, Malcolm. Come on. Anyway, that's Malcolm. I'm Emma. And
1: I'm the puffed up purple hunks of meat that have been plaguing, plaguing the security guards' mam's legs for years.
0: Connor, so what we got coming up this week, Emma? This week we have your usual roundup and we play a game of Who's the Father? But first, here's the jingle. Dun 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 You ain't my mother! Yes I am!
2: Get out of my pub! You need a
0: slapping den. You bitch! You cow. Hello, Princess. Stop!
2: Puppies in the fridge. Sausage surprise. Hope, Hope you, you enjoyed, enjoyed the fireworks. Da, 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 Good night.
0: night. So, this week, we've heard a name. We've heard a full name, in fact.
1: She's been whispered about, rumoured, gossiped about. Katie Lewis emerged from that black cab. And then she just goes, Michael Carter. <laughs> Don't know what accent that is. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly Katie got, you know, lost her voice. (laughs) Katie was suddenly overcome by the voices inside of her head. (laughs) Like, why is she the most terrifying individual to ever grace EastEnders? The way she came out of that cab, closed it and was just like... It was just like a slow-mo moment. It was so strange.
0: You know how she said michael carter tina carter and they've been going katie lewis do they not know each other without the second names do they really have to go i just need to double check if i say the full name they'll go yes that's me
1: that's how they know they've got a a connection there that's how they know to they're talking to the right person it's a (laughs) spiritual connection that's that that's what it means when they say the name katie lewis
0: you know, I was surprised that she was Scottish because the Irishman that came onto the square to threaten Mick, then I just assumed that must be related to her, so she must be Irish as well. So now I'm even more confused as to who the Irishman was.
2: <laughs> I've
0: told you, Emma, he's
1: just your friendly neighbourhood Irishman who comes around to threaten you. Oh, yes. It's just, it just happens all the time, man. Happens all the time. I get one round here every week. Every week, he knocks at my door, tells us he's seen the video. He wants us to stay away from Frankie. I don't even know who Frankie is, but you no. Know. He said he's seen the video. He's not happy about it. <laughs> I love it. I like. I don't understand how the Irish guy connects to Katie Lewis. Like, where? Where's this? Is he? Is he Frankie's boyfriend? Is he Katie's boyfriend? Like, come on. Like. Who is he? Who is he? Where did you find him?
0: <laughs> I love like so porn abuse. I love the porn. Random guy just going to your door all the time saying, I've seen the video. <laughs> that's well, that's really basically what me. happened to Mick. <laughs> it's basically what
1: happened to Mick, isn't it? Like, does <laughs> it have a connection to this man? Frankie, I don't know what her connection is to him. Maybe boyfriend, maybe brother. We'll never know. We'll never know. Maybe both. You know, we don't know. (laughs) He just randomly turns up, threatens Mick and then leaves. (laughs) I mean, at our door, Kate Lewis's entrance, she comes in, Michael Carter.
0: That's better.
1: Michael Carter, is that you?
0: No, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. lost it. Lost it. (laughs)
1: Lost it. (laughs) (laughs) i love it because like she's acting as if she can't tell that that is him katie you clearly know it's him if you can point him out in a like in the entire square you've just turned up to the square you know it's him straight away clearly you know it's
0: him and she clearly knows that it's him because shirley rang because of Mick.
1: oh yeah like come on. we are not buying this, Katie, that you don't recognise him. Well, you know what you did, you know who he is. There's no way you do not know who that person is. There's no way. And then Tina comes over, bless her heart. I love Tina. I love Tina. And she comes over. Katie Lewis. I was just expecting that, but she didn't say it. Instead she didn't? Katie Lewis turned around and goes, Tina Carter. I know. I always say, Oh my God, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's how they communicate, say yeah, It's how they communicate. Full names full only.
0: Names. Full names only on this square.
1: Yeah, full names. And Mick remembers everything. He tells her he remembers everything. Um, which is why he's been a bit off with her when she's like, Do you want to go get a drink? Katie, stop the telenovela. We know what you did. Mick knows what you did. Let's stop pretending. Let's stop pretending. But nope, she's going to keep up this pretences and Shema. She's yep. going to keep this pretence up. She's going to keep this up. She's going to deny it completely.
0: Um, yeah, because he's telling her everything he remembers, and she's just sitting there saying hmm. she's find, finding ways to like justify what she did and like yeah. changing it. And there's there's no way around this. Like what you've done is wrong, no matter what, here, Katie. Because the way you she's saying, well. I took you to bed so you could watch the TV and then I undressed you. There wasn't those rules back then. Um, Katie, that's not right.
1: I love when she justifies it like, oh, well, there wasn't safeguarding or anything. Well, Katie, I think you'll find there is nowadays and what you did back then is still a crime. Like, It's, it's so creepy. I love when she's trying to justify it. Like you say, she's trying to justify it. She's like, she denies, like, obviously, Frankie being mixed. She's like you know, you were never really good at biology or something like that. She mentions biology. I'm like, listen, Katie, that, that line's a bit cliche, so please don't say it. Um, secondly, secondly, I think he would remember sleeping with his carer. Like, you know, that's flipping weird. Then when she starts trying to justify him being at her house, him being at mm-hmm. her house, he fell, her hurt his leg, so she took him back to her
0: home. And Sorry, placed what? him in bed.
1: I love it, which is like, maybe I, maybe I didn't behave properly. But, you know, there wasn't safeguarding back then. That's well, no way to, The no. fact that you're saying that. Yeah, and yeah. you knew it was wrong then. Yeah, she knows it's wrong. She knew it was wrong then. You cannot justify this, Katie. You absolute creep. You absolute creep. Why is it as well? We know whenever the court has, are like, remembering things. Like, it's always a rainy day. Like in the memories, it's always raining because <laughs> Mick says that, it it is. Is. and he goes, he goes. I remember it was raining that day, and then I immediately jump back to that episode with Stan. <laughs> San, it's a pick of a day. Where he goes, it was a pick of a day. And <laughs> just like stood outside in the rain, I'm like, why is it always raining in their memories? <laughs>
0: <laughs> why does it always rain on the Carters? <laughs> and if you think when Aunt Babe left Sylvie and then yes! got kicked out of the Vic, it was raining. <laughs> yeah. It was. It's always raining around them. It's so weird. Is it like a family trait, like a curse or
1: something? It's so weird. But Katie, she's, despite her denial, despite her denial, Emma, what does her face tell you? It tells you she's a liar.
0: She's a liar, which is guilty.
1: Oof, she was scared. You could see the fear in that face. And it was really sad because then. She, again, does that horrible thing where she's tried to, like, turn around and manipulate, like...
0: Yeah, she's like, like, saying, awful, like, you're spreading all these lies. You know what this could do to me? And look what it's done. It's drove Frankie away and, like, um I could go to prison. You you need to sort this. You know this wasn't... This isn't what happened. Because mm-hmm. he knows the truth and she's just manipulating him just like she did back then. She's never stopped with that power over him
1: exactly it still shows that she still tries to exert power over him yeah and what's really sad is that like when she does it it's almost like he is transported back to being a little boy and like under her thumb like and like under her control like that is like you can see it in his face i mean she even convinces him that his own memory can't be trusted of, of things like he begins to question everything
0: well, he does because he goes and gets all those photo albums and he's like, oh yeah, I remember Linda, you're wearing a pink dress. And she's like, no, it was yellow, but it turned out mm-hmm. they were both wrong anyway. But that's that played mm-hmm. with his mind because he was like, oh, m- maybe my memory is wrong. So she is very, very manipulative.
1: Very manipulative. And she you can see that she's even that way with her own daughter later mm-hmm. on because Tina decides she's going to, She's going to help Kate Lewis out because they're old friends. Um, she pretends that she hasn't been slagging off Frankie for leaving work without, without any notice, <laughs> which I loved. Yeah. Tina never mentions that.
0: No, she loved know, Frankie. Work, Frankie out. was great at work. Frankie yeah. was the best employee ever. And it was it's all Tina's fault. It's all her fault yeah. that she's gone. It wasn't yeah. what actually happened. Tina's been slagging her off for the last few weeks.
1: <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Remember, she was literally... Wow, she's left us in the lurch. This is terrible, babe. <laughs> She led me it. on. Oh, she was lovely. She was a saint. <laughs> absolute saint, <Kate>. absolute saint. <laughs> so Tina puts in a call to Frankie. Don't know why she has like Frankie's number. Maybe it's because she's on their record somewhere. But like, even still, it's appropriate use of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> like just using those, you know, confidential um files there to, to you know, break the data protection act and phone someone for a personal matter. Like love it.
0: Oh, love it Tina, the manager of the Albert Everyone
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> very professional that establishment, very professional. And so Frankie agrees to a sit down, but on one condition. Katie Lewis must bring Mick. And so they go. And Frankie, which I was thrilled at, did not believe her mother. No. At first she's really resistant. She's like, you know, well, why would you keep all these letters? Why would you I love when she goes, when Katie's like, Well, I kept lots of letters from people I looked after. Well, how come she didn't find them? That's what Katie. I thought.
0: I was like, Well, she only found Mick's, she didn't find anyone else's, so where are the other ones? Exactly. How is how does that work?
1: Don't worry. I think Frankie's Frankie's going to figure
0: her out. You're right, though. I mean... I, you're right there where I like that Frankie didn't just automatically start believing her mum. She was, like, saying, mm. well, Mick, you couldn't just make this up in your head? And then started, like, saying all the stuff that she's found evidence-wise. And you think that Frankie might just want to believe her mum? She knows that. Hang on. This man couldn't just make all this up.
1: Yeah, something's not right here. Something's not right here. And, like when she's saying it to make, I, I thought for a second, like, oh no, he's gonna, he's gonna twig that. Yeah, she's right. You can't fabricate mm. like a memory this detailed. Do you know what I mean? Like you couldn't, it yeah. There's a difference between a fantasy and a memory. Like we dream, we know that dreams aren't memories. Do you know what I mean? We don't wake up the next day and go, well, I was skydiving from, you know, the Himalayas. Like we know that that, that's not real. So when when he's getting told by Frankie that you wouldn't make something this up like this up you can ju- you're just wishing you're willing Mick to like suddenly realize,
0: but again, but- Katie's so manipulative in the way she's talking to him talking to him and looking at him. he mm-hmm. just wants to just please her, get it out of the way, just get this behind him, so he's yeah. like, "No, I'm not your dad, and you can see in his face he's uncomfortable. It's very real.
1: We know on the square that justice—it's always just around that corner, isn't
0: it? So for Rainey and Tiff, it's a big week, isn't it? So oh. kicking off, Tiff's now randomly in charge. Bearing in mind, she's only been working at the funeral parlour for like a day. Her and Jay, because Jay is suddenly back, are now in I know, charge. I know, i
1: You said last week. Last <laughs> no. week you were like. Yeah, Jay never works there anymore. And I was like, "Yeah, he doesn't, does he?" And then, like this week,
0: he comes back working there. It's so <laughs> weird. Like everything we said last week, question-wise, just got answered this week. <laughs> the black cab randomly appears black- again. Jay yeah.
1: works there again. <laughs> Honestly, if you're listening you we appreciate it. We appreciate
0: it. I mean, you clearly read our minds there, because <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I doubt they put some episodes together last week. Just yeah, like, true. get them out pick me write that in now get out of here now they'll be listening <laughs> <laughs>
1: they'll be watching they'll be watching do I said listen
0: <laughs> I turn my back I'm like the voice if I like the episode yeah, please, I please, turn, please, turn
1: we round. <laughs> we never spot these electronic chairs that we'll have to press a button to turn it round. at the moment when we accept that this is going to be a good episode if it's not a good episode we're not going to turn around the I, little, gonna turn
0: I choose you across there the bottom
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> well really and tip what a week they've had they really by herself has had like an enormous week last week but like each you year know, to come to the to the realization that everything you thought that you were planning for everything that you desired all that's just going to amount to nothing that was an enormous reveal where she was like I'm not pregnant. It was a phantom pregnancy. But this week, wow, this was another big week character-wise for Rainey and Tiff and Stuart and Keegan down the line because Rainy and Stuart decide, don't they, Matt? They're going to go to a fertility clinic to see if she can ever have kids and what their options actually are. Sadly, it's not on the cards for Rainey, is it?
0: But Stuart picks up a leaflet and he looks into surrogacy and he persuades Rainey to have a look at this leaflet too. She has an idea she's going to ask tiff
1: it is a wonderful thing by the way. I think it's a wonderful thing that they're covering as a storyline, and um it's a great thing to be able to give like a, a a person who's unable to have kids. yeah I'm not sure Rainey sold it the right way though because she literally and i and I quote she says i want to rent out your womb <laughs> uh-huh. okay really i think um i think uh there's easier better ways to say it than that but uh okay okay i mean it makes it sound like she's gonna set up like a house or something up there like you know <laughs> what I mean? like she's like um i'll put a deposit down of 500 pound and then you know like, like um, we'll, we'll, we'll think about maybe putting some carpets down, some paint. <laughs> like <laughs> I was expecting that to go, like, you know, what do you call it? Um, changing rooms and have like, but Lawrence the borrowers Boone come in.
0: The borrowers <laughs> in changing rooms inside Tiff's womb. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Lawrence of Alan Boone comes in and he's saying, yes, we're going to go with a very vibrant colour here, purple on this wall. Oh my God. Um,
2: I was just yellow, thinking
0: yeah. it would definitely be purple if it was Lawrence.
1: You know I will be. You it would be It would be Like every episode purple <laughs> <laughs> We want to do different So we're going to go with A nice macaroon purple <laughs> 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 We want to do something different Lavender Lavender It was always purple wasn't it But it was just different names for it It was like I'll
0: Always We'll, we'll go we'll,
1: we'll do something different Yeah. Violet Violet <laughs> 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 Great minds,
0: think alike Okay, you've just witnessed the hive mind right there
1: You've just witnessed This is what happens to me and Emma We've got like twin telepathy, I swear to God I know we're not actually twins But we, you know, we were siblings in the fan fiction But we're not actually twins And we, we me and Emma have this weird psychic connection We, know where it, like we'll we just both know. say
0: something We say the same thing, we text the same thing We think the same yeah. thing It's always at the same time as well
1: I love it I love oh, we know
0: what the other it's one's so thinking. Is. I always know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he always yeah. knows when I'm about to laugh on here and it sets him off before I can even yeah, laugh. Yeah, it does.
1: It sets me off terrible. As soon as I sense that Emma's about to laugh, I get the giggles like nothing nothing else. Like, there was a moment in the Mosey app recently. <laughs> By God, I couldn't stop laughing. Couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> but yes, she's going to rent out Tiff's womb. If she says she'll she'll agree to this. Is Tiff old enough? Because she's only 17. Yeah, that's tr- I was wondering what the laws and stuff are about being a surrogate. Like, I was wondering if she's able to just do that.
0: Uh, mm. Shall I Google it? Yeah.
1: On every search for
0: years. <laughs> it's a bit weird to me Google search on it. <laughs>
1: no, I love that. <laughs> and my search of, how old is too young to be a surrogate? <laughs>
0: <laughs> My mom will be like, Emma, what you got planned? <laughs> um, how old do you have to be for surrogacy? Oh, well, I spelled that wrong. <laughs> the mi- minimum age. Da, da, da. Are you ready? Are you ready yes. for this? Yes, I am. 21.
1: Oh! So, spoiler alert, guys! <laughs> Tiff shouldn't be able. Tiff shouldn't be able to have this. Challenge. Spoiler
2: alert, guys! <laughs> because
1: Emma's just done the research, and it turns out you have to be 21 to be a surrogate, and Tiff's 17. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hmm. It's going to be interesting. I mean, are they going to just pretend like that's not a law? Because, I mean, they do with a lot of the COVID stuff. So maybe they'll just <laughs> pretend like it's a little low. But, you know, I think they might just go down the other route and be like, no, you can't have the baby because you're too young. Is Tiff then going to lie and pretend she's someone else?
0: Oh, if she can't do it, do you think she would get Whitney to do it?
1: Well, I was thinking, is she going to just pretend to be Whitney?
0: Because <gasps> yeah. Whitney
1: would be legally able to. So, I wonder, maybe she will.
0: Yeah. Because uh, they're clearly doing a storyline that leads to Tiff going away for a bit or something. Because obviously. I do think
1: that's going to cause trouble for Keegan and Tiff.
0: Because she's like, on Strictly, so they need that little bit of uh, <laughs> time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can I just say, I'm so sad that we can't just have a nice storyline. This starting off was was a wonderful idea. This idea that this couple who can't have kids are then going to be given the greatest gift ever by Tiff to be able to have a child of their own. It's yeah, and
0: and it. oh, a lovely storyline. EastEnders haven't done this one before, have they? No, yeah, they haven't. No, I, I think, think it's a really good one to cover because obviously lots of people use surrogacy and I think it's really nice. Yeah. It's a really nice thing to shine a light on. Of course, this
1: is EastEnders. So we come to expect a little bit of... um. A little bit of drama, but I don't want it to affect Tiff and Keegan. We've shipped Tegan. We have shipped them since they were married, since before they were married, since they were in the same room together. So, the idea that this is going to create a wedge between them is just going to—it's just going to destroy me, Emma. <laughs> but don't worry, because Keegan is looking rather fine, and he I'm is. sure. I'm sure whatever happens, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. I'm here, Emma. Whenever he's ready, I'm here.
0: And then how good was it, though? Because obviously we know they weren't really all hugging because you can't at the moment. Yes! But that was really well done. But I did worry. I did worry for Tiff because I was like, you're not in their household. I
1: know. I was like, "Eat Tiff, get back over there. Get your mask on and everything. But it is so good because I was thinking that this week. I was like, because I thought about what you were saying last week. Where yeah. you were like, it's so great, you can't even tell that they're socialists. And honestly, when I are watching the episodes now, you're like, yeah, you can't even tell. No, can't even tell that there's that there's been a pandemic and that they're not allowed to touch each other and stuff and be anywhere near each other. Can't tell. They're Does all doesn't affect the show anyway. Yeah,
0: they're all jumping around in the background and it looks like they're all just hugging and like they're clearly not. It's clearly like other people. That's some
1: good. <laughs> flipping camera work that is some good show stopping camera work I mean come on that is great but then we can't just leave it on a happy note can we Emma?
2: well like, not. We're it's
1: like you said we can't leave it on the happy note <laughs> <laughs> it's not us it's not misery we, we know this we know this we love this and so the camera pans over away from the hugging random extras and Pans towards Keegan, who does not look happy.
2: So
0: Denise is in the park with Raymond, who is ripping out leaves and ignoring <laughs> Denise. I love it. <laughs>
1: like a little vandal already. He's, he's growing up so fast, isn't he? He's fitting in perfectly around the square.
0: To
2: be fitting fair. Per-
1: you know he's Phil's son, when he's ripping up and vandalising the park.
0: He's got his little leather jacket on. He's a Mitchell.
1: <laughs> there you go. Be a Mitchell lad. No time. Next year he's eighteen.
0: <laughs> before 18, you know it, got a wife. <laughs> before you know it, he'll be fifty-seven.
1: Oh, oh. I mean, my grand was always fifty-seven. <laughs> I mean, clearly, I'm, I'm turning fifty-seven. I've got an announcement, guys. A dramatic <gasps> announcement. I'm going. I'm going white. <gasps> on the sides of me head. Oh man. And the worst of it is, I'll not be able to say that. I'm not 57. People will all back and think I am 57.
0: 57 was my friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to say that. 57 was Connor. 57 was everyone else. <laughs> I'll be like, whatever, I was always sixty. Go no, Connor. you've got grace. You've got grace and whites.
0: <gasps> but that's what hair dye yeah. for, you're fine.
1: True, true. And I love to dye my hair, so that's fine.
0: It's a good excuse.
1: I'll just go blue again. (laughs) I feel like you (laughs) won't know what age I am. You won't even know what species. (laughs) (laughs) Could be 57, could be a Martian.
0: (laughs) Look what lockdown's done. It's turning you grey. I
1: know. It's turning us grey. I'm going to have to actually use my lantern now. I'm going to have to get that lantern out. I'm going to have to go around the street, you know, Light my way, because I can't really see. Because my eyes have been going soon as well. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a hard knocked life for me now.
0: Twenty <laughs> the new fifty seven.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> the good the good years are gone now, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. I could have inherited my dad's baldness. So I'm just Frail. so glad I haven't. By this age, my dad was almost completely bald. So, um. Um, touch wood, touch wood, I never inherit that.
0: You've got, yeah, you've got to think of the positives here. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. dye your hair. You don't have to go and get a toupee.
1: True. True. Imagine, imagine me with a toupee. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: were just talking about those earlier that had to fit it in.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, you just have to watch, right? I'm just going to put some clout out there for a BBC show, BBC Three show, you know, it's also a fellow Jory show, so please do watch. It's called Angels of the North. It is the funniest and greatest um hairdressing thing I've seen in a long time. Since Celebrity Scissor Hands <gasps> and and the salon and things like that. You know oh, gosh. They were Plastics. they were great things. But this is quite funny, and it's got loads of Geordies in. So go and watch it. There's this hilarious point. I know it's terrible, but also hilarious. This <laughs> one of the hairdressers is <laughs> like shaving, shaving this man for like a toupee fitting, and she screws it up, and he starts crying, and like she then starts crying, and it's just chaos across the entire like thing. She's hiding out. She's hiding in like the staff room. The like manager, or the owner, has to go over and like fix. This man's head, and obviously, there's no fixing it really. Like, you've, you've just bolted him, and he's already partially bald, so there's no fixing this. And so, it's just absolute chaos, and I love
0: it. I can honestly say I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to take his recommendation and watch it myself. Yeah. So, come yeah. join me in watching it.
1: Watch it, guys, it's hilarious. Back on with Raymond anyway, back on track because we always do this at 820. <laughs> we always do this at 820. It's probably, probably my senile. See now, I brain. You know, I'm, now that I'm 57, fifty-seven, now that I'm fifty-seven, it's just happened, hasn't it? Fifty-seven was always my nan, but now it's me. One person who's not going to let her age ever define her is Denise. She, she takes real offence, doesn't she, when really asks how old she was when she yeah. had Raymond. She's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? I was young enough. I was young enough to have a child. I love it because." You can say that Denise takes it every person because she's struggling as a parent. She's struggling because she's not telling the truth of Shama. She's kind of worried about what it's going to do, how he's going to react. And I mean, it, it's quite a fair thing because we still haven't heard Raymond say anything. So, you know, we don't know how he's going to react, really.
0: <laughs> he's a mime.
1: <laughs> I thought he was just going to start doing throwing shapes and, you know, like making invisible walls. because whenever he was awake, he never seemed to speak. He's asleep. Oh, he's not
0: speaking one the other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or crying. That's the only vocalization <laughs> we've ever heard. Infantile crying, despite being five years old. Like, you know, we cry like a baby. We like, say that is not real. That is not Raymond. <laughs> not less be possessed by a child like a baby.
0: Like come on. I love it because then Jack, who split up with Denise over him having to look after Amy. And he didn't want to be part of Raymond's life because of Phil Mitchell and it would tie him in with the Mitchells. And, you know, he's got a current hatred with them, even though he's got kids with them. So this would just be a a relative of his children anyway. But okay, And well, now he he just can't help himself but get involved in uh, Raymond's life and back with Denise. So I don't know why they split up in the first place. And he suggests to um, Denise that what about taking Raymond to like a nursery. She doesn't want him around strangers. But also, Raymond's currently living with a bunch of people he doesn't know who they are.
1: Yes! So true! <laughs> I love it when she was like, that's what family does. You know, with like Cherie. And then Cherie goes over and like sits over with Raymond. Raymond, you can see in his face, he's like, who the heck is this woman
0: <laughs> Who the heck she? <laughs> Cherie's just Aww. taking them places and he's like, who is this lady?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just being passed from pillar to post, isn't he really? Like, this poor bed is now who's who? He still hasn't seen his granny, either. He knows.
0: Does he even know what's happened to his grandma? (laughs) He's just suddenly living with this family and he has no idea what's happened to his grandma. Poor
1: accident simultaneously killed his nan as well. (laughs) Like, Like, what's happened to her? Like, how are they going to explain that? Yeah, sorry, Raymond. Your grandmother's a gangster who was basically willing to sell you. Anyway, do you want apple juice? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see when Jack was saying goodbye to Denise at the park, and he was like, mm. "I wish you all the best, D. I really do." As if he was going to like disappear to, to another die. country for yeah. the rest of the, for eternity.
1: She gets like out a handkerchief and like waves him off. <laughs> you know, like she's like, "Bye, come back safe." <laughs> I just love it. Like, I, you're right. Like, the way that Jack reacts with her is just priceless. I'm really sad that they're broken up. I really am. <laughs> it's I think they to so clearly
0: get back together.
1: They have to. I mean, come on, Jack. Just let deal with it. Get together with it. It's going to be more complicated that Amy's got a mysterious cousin that she's never met, like, living across the street, and you and Denise broke up.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Raymond's... Yeah, it's going to be
1: more complicated for
0: her. Yeah, Raymond's always going to be part of Jack's family.
1: Yeah, I would have said you about Ricky, but we never really see Ricky. He just pops in and out every now and again.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, where is he?
1: <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> saw him once going into a school. Oh never yes, again.
0: yes, we did. That was lovely, lovely to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: just the same, briefly. Just say same, briefly. briefly. Just
0: to know he's still there. <laughs> oh, bless him.
1: Oh, bless him. But, but this is about Raymond Emma. And we have to, we have to, to try and figure out how to help him. She might not have gotten anywhere with the social services route, but she has another idea. Didn't Raymond and his family go to her church? I know. Let's go around, barge in, and, and just 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 sit there watching. Just sit there watching and waiting. Yeah, well, that's not going to come across weird at all. I mean, she didn't even join in. She just walked in, right? This is the best thing. Raymond just lets himself oh, into the I love the, that. There was the
0: they were, they were typically arguing about how awkward it would be just walking in last minute and everyone turning yes. around watching them. Raymond just walks off.
1: <laughs> I love it because he does a little jig as oh, well. He's like doing his little jig. How adorable when he was doing. His it was dance. Large. Oh God. <laughs> I have a few things to say. The pastel was lovely. Really frightened me because he never stopped smiling. <laughs> Never stop smiling. Never. Denise was talking to him he's like, <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, could you just stop smiling for a second? It's a little bit
2: unnerving.
1: Considering
0: like, the subject was about a car crash and death and he's like,
1: smile like a Cheshire cat. It was like, yes, they were lovely people. They were lovely people. <laughs> Before they died, <laughs> So he's got a nervous tick. Honest. I was just so frightened by him. Also, I love that they just, you know, Denise wasn't worried about strangers, but just let Raymond go into another room
0: completely alone. She's worried about the strangers, right? And then he even says to to her, like, he did know he was adopted. You should approach the subject. Because at the moment, Raymond, in his eyes, is living with strangers. And surely that's quite scary for him. The same time yeah, he says that, disturbing. as soon as he's saying that, you just see Raymond having fun with Jack, who is a stranger. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like... <laughs> I love it. Raymond knows how to play the game. If I act really scared, I'll never have to go to school ever again. <laughs> I love it. He's he's one step ahead, really, isn't
0: he? He knows.
1: He knows. Yeah, he knows. He's, he's a pro. the game,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> inherited. Inherited that craftiness from his grand, hasn't he?
2: Yes. Inherited
1: that craftiness <laughs> from his grand. She was always
2: 57.
0: Well, Stacey is worried that cat might just try and seduce Phil Mitchell.
1: I love that Stacey is on the same wavelength as me as well, where she was like, are you going to try and seduce Phil? And I was like, I'm shipping them, I'm shipping them. We were like, hashtag kill, hashtag fat. Like... <laughs> We're like, yes, let's get the T-shirt. It's definitely going to happen. Get your tabards.
0: <laughs> get your tabards out. Get your tabards get out. Get your tabards out. Get
1: your tabards out for all the lads.
0: <laughs> you know what we should sell as merch? E20 tabards. Oh, yes. That'll be
2: everything. We're going to
1: do that. We're going to make that happen. We're
0: going to do that. That's
1: going to happen. That's going to flip and happen. <laughs>
0: Does anyone know any good illustrator? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Does anyone know how to make merch? <laughs> 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 it's a
2: good start. Anyone know how to do merch? <laughs> yeah.
1: Can anyone help us do merch?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> any tongue that people have there? Penny. Any talent, people. Come on. Oh, well, be
0: some It's our favourite quotes, like, up your hole for Big Jam Rule. 57 yeah. was my nan. Things like that yeah. on merch. Is
1: if we so can do cartoon faces of the characters, even better. That's a plus.
0: Uh-huh. Especially if uh, it's of us. It's I than... mean, imagine us oh, in cartoon. Oh. That would just be
1: everything. That would just be everything. <laughs> yeah, so if you're still listening, we're looking for, we're looking for <laughs> merch creators. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, It's just business It's purely business with Cat and Phil Purely business So she goes round to his house And she was not kidding when she said that That place had kind of slipped <gasps> My god Does that Callum was... or Ben not know how to clean up a flipping uh, house
0: That was that t- kitchen, disgusting
1: That was so Do you know what, Kim and Aggie If they went in there from how clean is your house You know what, Aggie would be swabbing that and she would be going Yes you've got E. coli
0: Coronavirus
1: you Oh,
0: our
2: accents are terrible.
1: (laughs) All all of our impressions are terrible. They mean no offence because they are just terrible. Like, they're just dreadful impressions. We would go on like, Britain's Got Talent be like, what's your talent? can do impressions. (laughs) No one would understand any of them.
0: (laughs) The only ones we'll be able to do is, you're alright, right, Alfie? You're alright,
1: right, Alfie? And no one will even know what that means. Be like, You want three people in the audience go, Oh, it's red water (laughs) (laughs) Cats basically scrubbing this place, this filthy, filthy mire of dirt and grime. And Phil's just sat there having a cuppa in the middle of it all. I was like, he's it really like one of them hoarder people, you know where they're sat in their filth. (laughs) They're sat in their filth and they're just like enjoying it. Honestly though, how was Phil just sitting there enjoying his cup of tea and all that waste and filth?
0: Oh, I know and how like when you think about it. Callum, Ben and Lola all live there. Exactly. They're all lazy beggars. You can't just say, oh, it's because this person isn't doing it. No, one of you should just be doing it. Exactly.
1: You know, like, if you were living with a roommate, right? You know, you, you've you've had your share of roommates. you have. You've, you've, you've lived in shared accommodation. Like, if you were with someone who was an absolute filthy tramp, like, they were living there making it all trampy, you would just keep it tidy, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be annoyed at them. you tell them yeah. that you're annoyed with them. But, like, you just keep the place clean. Ben and Callum and everyone all seem to have done the opposite. They're like, let's just live like pigs.
0: <laughs> like, what do they do in the morning if they need a bowl for the cereal? Because <laughs> they have to go through all this stuff. Oh, there's one. There's one. Do they clean it? Yes. And when they're cleaning Callum's that, like, why do they not just clean everything else?
1: <laughs> Callum's like, just give it a rinse under the cold tap. We'll be oh. fine lola's like well it's all right she's just eating out of a pan
0: <laughs> i have visions of them just finding other things and using it instead yeah. <laughs> putting their cereal pours, in like
1: <laughs> pour some milk into the cereal box yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is <so> why <laughs> i believe in that i could so see that happening
0: i
2: want to oh, spin off where
1: we'll
0: find out what they actually do
1: like how I do i actually they... <laughs> feel like pat needs to get like Kim and Aggie in there. I feel like she needs to get someone in there to clean that place up. That's the mess that not even she can deal with.
0: Oh no, that's Kim and Aggie style. Nah. Yeah,
1: that that's something where Aggie would have to go with like her little her little um dab thing, her little um Q-tip. She'd have to swab it all, and she'd have to go. Yeah, E. coli, E. coli, always had E. coli wherever she went. Always, <laughs> always E. coli and salmonella. Or oh, it would always not, had salmonella. Yeah. None of the other bacteria or anything. Nope. Just them two.
0: Always. <laughs> always them. I bet you went in the rooms as well, they would have loads and loads of plates and glasses and stuff. Oh, my God,
1: they did, didn't they? And there were always, like, antique ones as well, near enough, but they were, like, filthy. <laughs> they were, like, sets. You Remember when you used to get, like, your plate sets and stuff, like really fancy ones? Yeah. Like them, but they were always filthy, caked and grime. Yeah, that'll um, Kim-
0: be Ben, Callum and Lola. <laughs> yeah, that
1: will, yeah. Kim will come in and go... Well, what we're going to do, my love, what we're going to do, my love, is I'm going to show you a little trick with some white vinegar. So oh, always right vinegar. This comes off. Yeah. The white right vinegar trick. I love oh, that. she gosh. Love, lovely soapy water. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> she still loved that berry liquid, didn't she? She, she loved that lovely, berry liquid. liquid. Well, That's simple, darling. That's simple, my dear. <laughs> and she just do that, wouldn't she? she just scrub it off. And it's like, yeah, it is simple. How aren't they even aware that you just use soap and water to clean things?
0: (laughs) I love how it was a a simple trick that everyone else does. (laughs) Yes.
1: Every human being from across the planet who's cleanly knows to do things like that. I love that. You could just imagine i going in, couldn't you? And she'd be like, well, Ben, um, well, my love, this place is a bit of a pigsty. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take your West Ham T-shirt and I'm just going to use this. I'm going to roll it up roll it up yes that's it it's like a cloth my love I just scrub, <laughs> s- scrub that off scrub that filth right off yeah. <laughs> I, loved, I loved Kim and Aggie can I um, bring them back I loved that I don't, show <laughs> I mean they didn't like each other so I doubt it I know
2: it. <laughs> it's true they fell out
0: oh, but they could go out. to separate houses
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kim comes in after Aggie, or Aggie comes in after Kim. Said, "Well, I've come to tell you your test results. It's E. coli.
2: <laughs> it's up It's all.
1: It's always E. coli.
0: <laughs> she does that part, leaves. Kim comes and does the rest. They yeah. go." Oh, one Please episode...
1: Aggie just tells them that they're going
0: to die. <laughs> one episode's Aggie and the other episode's Kim and they never have to see each other. Like that time Paris Hilton and the, uh, Nicole Ritchie fell out in The Simple Life and they had to uh, go to separate places, but they were still doing the same show until yeah. they made up and they came together again. <laughs> Remember?
2: Remember
0: that? was that? a good that I was loved good The Simple Life. That was so good. So Phil is waiting for a phone call and that is why he sat in the kitchen. But Kat reminds him that in the 90s, mobiles were invented so it meant you could leave the house with your phone and still take the phone call. And that threw me back to the Red Water episode with Dermot's phone. Oh, cute, right?
1: <laughs> when he was where, like, literally had the first ever 90s mobile yeah. phone, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but amazingly, it had high definition pictures. Um, it was. It was a work of modern tech, wasn't it? <laughs> pure pure creation of Agnes, and it was perfect. It was perfect. Agnes had replicated the mobile phone perfectly. She
0: had, and she'd made something that was the first one, and that you couldn't do half of that stuff on. She actually exactly. made it modern.
1: Yeah. She made sure, of course, that they couldn't get any sort of, like, outside news or, oh, no. or radio shows, because... If that happened then who would listen to Oh No, the Rattling Pog? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> still number one, you know. Is it still number one? Still number one. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. If uh, anyone wants to vote in our Red Water Awards, uh, the votes are still open and they are on our Twitter page. We'll uh, retweet them so you can find them dead easy. And we've got a few different rounds. So get voting. And oh, uh, it's gonna be fun. The winners will be announced soon.
1: Phil despite knowing that she's in the house and this is private conversation, <laughs> talks very loudly so she can hear. And we all know, because we're on the other side of that door with Kat, that she's stood there listening. I love, an <laughs> e- I love an EastEnders eavesdrop, don't you?
0: Oh, you're got to love one. Because sometimes Great. that door provides soundproofing. Other times it doesn't.
1: I know that's amazing as well. That's a that's a work of art. That isn't it? That's like a genius creation. That door Oh you yep. close it, you can hear through it. But if it's open, you can't hear
0: anything in it. It depends on the situation with that door. Amazing. Yeah,
1: it's a it it, it changes depending on the conversation. I mean, that's some
0: pretty clever tech. That is clever. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, in Phil's divorce settlement with um. With Sharon, uh, he has nothing like worth anything really. Just a West Ham shirt and a car. Not you know that safe that whenever he opens it, it has mm. money in, and whenever anyone else opens it, it has nothing in.
1: Yeah, not that hundred grand that like he no. stole. No, nah, nah, no. None of the money from the robbery then.
0: Nah. G- gives Kat a good idea though. Mm. She's gonna wear that West Ham shirt
1: someone should have told her that that's a dead boy shirt though, shouldn't they? Before she decided to put it on. Oh, oh I mean, I did love it when she, she like revealed it. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. he, his face, he was horrified and wanted it back. And she was like, what are you going to do? You want me to strip the shirt off? <laughs> oh, you want me to strip your shirt off? I'm like, you're just giving me all the fuel for my shipping of you and Phil by the
0: way. I did love it that Stacey was with her and they were both like joking with Phil. And I just remembered the whole reason that she went on the run in the first place again. <laughs>
1: yeah, terrified of Phil. It's going to kill them all. Terrified. Yeah. They're going to get in serious trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Stacey never Stacey, even th- talks about, him, you know, what happened. <laughs> It's like it never did. It's like Doc Martin was never needed at all. No. Isn't that funny? Hmm. <laughs> so as, as she's playing around with this shirt, as she's teasing Phil, Phil tells her the reason why that shirt's valuable, it's not because it's financially valuable. It's because of sentiment, because it belonged to Denny or was going to be given to Denny as a gift. naturally, Kat is what we would all do if we just insulted a dead person and that's looked very awkward and um, you know, throw the shirt off ourselves essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've all been there, haven't we? Or we said something or done something that was inappropriate, and then you're like,
2: Oh, I'm just gonna
0: dig myself out of this oh When well, no one's just... informed you of something and you say something and then everything gets oh. awkward and you're like, Oh, right answer is always like the awkward part because it's like yeah. oh, I didn't I didn't know that oh
1: you know which memory I'm gonna be talking about. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right I'm not gonna mention names
0: the no names, names.
1: <laughs> so there was this person in our school and and she turned to me and she went oh you know such and such and I was like yeah 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 um oh he smells a beer, um stinks a beer. I just turned around and went, yeah, that, uh, he's my boyfriend. <laughs> I
0: was like, oh, okay, yeah, lovely person. So um, Kat still says, so. she just wants him to come along tomorrow and check that robbery out <laughs> that she has planned. So the next day, what do we see? We see the black cab. It is oh. back.
1: My God, Charlie would be so proud.
0: Now, if she's not like going to be a cabbie, which I don't think she is, I think that's forgotten. But the black cab's now back, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's going to live her best cabbie dreams again. Maybe. Maybe. However, can you legally drive a black cab if you're not (laughs) using it as a black cab and you're not like insured for that? Because she's only using it as a car, so I don't think she can.
1: No. No. Oh. No. But then again, maybe they're just gonna pretend that she has already learned her um, you know, everything that she needed to learn for the taxi driver, and now she's qualified. Maybe they're just gonna pretend that she's qualified.
2: Okay. I love yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because Phil obviously like goes along with Kat to see this job. And as he sat in the back, Kat starts to like do that. Awkward taxi driver thing where, like, they they try to chat rubbish. <laughs> um, and so, that I mean, mine and Emma's, you have all heard the stories. Mine and Emma's didn't chat rubbish, they just put on TV and watched it. <laughs> yep. Like, we were just fearing for our lives every every night we got a taxi. I just love <laughs> Phil's reply though when she starts trying to talk like taxi driver rubbish. Oh, like, yeah, like, what? Sound of silence?
0: What song do you want on? Do you know the sound of silence? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can see they're going to be a real pair. A real dynamic duo. I
0: loved when they got to the place and Phil walks out in his leopard print. I mean, cat cat is head to toe in it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And uh, she arrives at work and she's like, this is Malcolm. He's my new (laughs) apprentice. Uh, Doesn't say much. He's not the brightest. He's in fact a five-year-old in a grown man's body. I'm doing my bit. It's when she went, I'm doing my bit for society. Yeah,
1: yeah. But that's that's basically what our listeners are doing for us, isn't it? Because we're actually, I don't know if you know this, we're 57 um, (laughs) in our minds. We're 57. And so, so, you know, everyone who listens, you're doing your bit for society. Doing your bit for
0: society. Might be 27 (laughs) on the outside, but we're 57 on the inside.
1: 57. 57 was always me. There's always me now. (laughs) (laughs) I just love it because... Why does Phil, like, actually wear the leopard print tab Like, he didn't have to, but he did.
0: It's and exactly I adore that. what I wanted, remember, when I said the other week, I was like, I just want yeah. him to be wearing the leopard print tab off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Emma's been wishing for this. She's been dreaming of this every night, and it came true. Like, I adore that that's the way they went. By the way, also living for the security guards, beautiful, like, his crack, whatever you want to call it, you know, his cash talk with Kat, his best friend. Yeah. Um just decided to tell her about his mother's edema and her swollen, puffed up purple hunks of meat. <laughs> That's a lovely way to describe your mother's ankles.
0: <laughs> you know what I love? Did you notice it? Did you know you must have?
1: Oh. He
0: called her Kathleen.
1: Oh yes. he's <laughs> going. You're, uh, oh, you're too kind, Kathleen. I say like, that didn't you? So yes! say, you're, you're, you're too kind to me, Kathleen. I say, oh my god. <laughs> He's from Redwater. He's clearly a spy sent by Agnes. Oh, Rabanne, that, no one leaves Redwater. That's really true.
0: That is no true. one really
1: leaves. She knows exactly where Kat is, and at any moment she can take her back.
0: She's following. <laughs> She's sending her people to follow. I love how the security guy remembers that he's got to do his job, which is to be security and just check the yeah. building secure. So uh, off he goes. And he just checks that cat's okay to take over from him tomorrow. Because, <laughs> you know, cat's, cats are now qualified. You know who he could have got? <laughs> you know who he could have got? Martin Fowler. Oh, my God. Yes, head of security. Head of security. Because, again, it's a bit like that situation. Just yeah. suddenly bumped up to security. Sudden job,
1: um, you know, thrown right in your lap. I love it. I just love like, you know, like those adverts like Indeed. Do you think like EastEnders have their own version where it's like, don't worry about if you don't get a job, just come to us and we'll just give you one, any job. You can be a zookeeper, security guard, funeral parlor user, like anything you want, anything you want. If you want to be a security guard for all these expensive cars, perfect. perfect. <laughs> no qualifications needed. Come to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't be on like one of those adverts going, I used to work at scrubbing skid marks. Now I'm a security guard.
0: Martin Fowler. Once I sold fruit and veg. Now I'm head of security. They joined this site and look, it changed their lives. I love when Phil found out that the whole thing would be the whole robbery plan would be tomorrow, mm. and Cat was like, "Well, how long do you need to like plan this? It's dead easy. We just go to the safe." And he's normally he's got the blueprints out. Yeah, he really plans this stuff. He gets and Amazon
1: Prime to like ship him a gun. He does things like that. Like, I mean, Cat you're just not used to this sort no. of stuff, are you really? And,
0: and also showing... ten grand meaning five grand each, he's not getting himself into prison for that. He's used <laughs> to a hundred grand.
1: Yeah, he wants a hundred. Come on. Come on. We know the gig. Ten grand. Who I don't even get out of bed for ten.
0: <laughs> oh, and five? You'd only be getting five. <laughs> oh,
1: nah, nah nah. Hundred. Hundred and that's that's your whack. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'll take. A hundred.
0: Now, if you were selling your own grandson, though, how much yeah. would you sell him for?
1: Well, my age, fifty-seven, divided by his, <laughs> and then carry that over. I would say
0: two hundred
1: and fifty grand.
0: That's right. That's I feel right. Like
1: That's that's. I would have said a hundred, but then you know, he is quite precious to us. So yeah. two hundred and fifty.
0: Two hundred fifty. I can see how precious he is to you.
1: <laughs> I just love the business transactions in Eastenders. Like, I love. Could you imagine like Cat's version of like Oceans Twelve or Oceans Eleven? <laughs> no planning. She's just like let's go in. Let's just go in tomorrow, dressed as cleaners, as. We'll get this job done. <laughs> I love the idea that that security guard's just never going to talk as well. Like, he's never going to go, yeah, it was a woman with, like, a leopard print tabard, um, a bald man. Um, she has black hair. She's called Kathleen. Like, how does she think he's not going to report that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, come on. And then they go downstairs because Phil's just had enough for you, But Kat's like, you've got to finish your shift. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he goes downstairs and, and he sees all those cars. The robbery, the thought they were going to do, it's turned into something else that's worth a lot more money. Maybe even a hundred grand. Yes,
1: <laughs> <has> fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed.
2: hundred grand. hundred grand. <laughs> favourite
0: scene of the week. Our favourite scenes, scenes, yes, this week oh. are... Everything with Cat and Phil, our new comedy duo who we just adore. I mean, I'm shipping them
1: from the get-go. They're just brilliant.
0: Hashtag kill, hashtag fat. Favourite scene of the
2: week.
0: Our hero this week is Kathleen. (gasps) Great idea! (laughs) (laughs) We had to. (laughs) Yeah, every scene Cat was in this week just was brilliant. There was no was way she cold. was not going to be Hero of the Week. It's time for this week's slapping Dan, And it goes to someone who will only be called her full name.
1: It has to go to Katie Lewis. She was hor- She's evil. She's pure evil. Yeah. Remember how like, I've got like, I mean, I love the actress because she was on Bad Girls. Love her, But like, character, absolutely pure evil. And I just hope that Mick gets justice in the end of all
2: this. Da.
0: As Cat is our hero of the week, we will be rating out of cats. And we're giving this week four cats. I mean, the Cat and Phil stuff was just everything, wasn't it? That just bumps the points right up.
1: Exactly. Took the word straight out of my mouth. And we did finally come face to face with that most terrible, evil threat. The threat that wants to take over the whole world. Cat Lewis. And she didn't disappoint. She was evil. Pure evil. Pure evil through and through. Now it's time to play Who's the Child's Father? It's a game stylized after the beloved, beloved tradition of talk show paternity reveals. We all love them. And also because it was very baby-centric and child-centric this week, I feel. As it was, I decided to create a game all about it. The game is quite simple, Emma, as all good games are. I'm going to tell you the name of a mother and the child. And you just have to tell me who the child's father is. Now, some of them are good. Some of them are easy. Some of them are a little bit more tricky. So without further ado, let's begin. So for number one, for child number one, we have Vicky, her mother is Michelle Fowler,
0: mm-hmm. but who is her father? Den Watts, you are the child's biological father. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I had to, had to say it like they would on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Here's
1: another one for you.
0: The child is Summer
1: and her mother is Dawn. But who is the father? <laughs> Cogs are ticking. Mm. I'll give you a hint. He was the husband of a certain bad doctor.
0: I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Emma. It's all oh, right if no, you want I know, I can't remember his name.
1: Ah! Picture him picture him
0: with his sort of spiky
1: fringe and dark hair suit, always more suit, picture him I'm, feel the name in your mouth
0: I'm picturing him I'm picturing him and I can't think of his name and it's really annoying <laughs> ah. going to have to pass
1: okay um, the answer was Rob oh <laughs> <laughs> can another tricky one but also a fun one and i think because we're both into sort of like obscure characters this one you will definitely remember i feel like so the child is alicia miller
0: the mother <laughs>
1: is demi miller but who is the father of the baby
0: unfortunately i cannot remember his name for the life of me but i know i know who alicia was <laughs> you know away. who he is we've talked about him before <laughs> The
1: child's father, he was Leo. Leo. An original Leo. Leo king. He has a nice easy one for you, Emma. The child, in this situation, the baby, is Bobby. His mother is Laura. And the paternity, well, it's been a cause for a bit of a controversy, hasn't Emma? So so who is the child's father?
0: Well, Ian here today and Gary, yeah. Right. Yep. Just going to get that envelope.
1: Get the paper, am I?
0: And the child's biological father. Ian, you're the child's biological father. Correct! <laughs> Sorry, she lied to, lie to you, Gary. <laughs> she lied to you. She
1: lied. <laughs> the lie detectors reveal that Laura lied to you, Gary. <laughs> has another one for you and you get an extra clue in this one just to help you out a little okay so the child is a little boy called jack evans and the mother is natalie evans but who is the child's father i'll give you a clue his stepmother was always (laughs) 57 (laughs)
0: I can find a way to get 57 in. Anytime I get 57, i lose it. Yeah, every,
1: every, anytime I get the chance to, I will.
0: Same. I don't
1: have any shame about it. I love it.
0: Did this man say,
2: blimey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God, I was not expecting that. I can confirm the child's father is that man.
0: It's Barry, Barry Evans. <laughs> I had to get that one in too. <laughs> Blimey!
1: On to the next one. The child, the child's name is Arthur Fowler. Oh, and his mother is Stacey Slater. But who is the child's Biological father.
0: Because you are the child's biological father.
1: Correct! On to your next one, Emma.
0: Imagine this if you is... wanted the actual original Arthur Fowler, I'd be like. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, who Gosh. was Arthur's actual great great grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the child's name is Albie. His mother, we all know, Queen of the Vic. Sharon Watts. But who is that child's father?
0: Well, I'm sorry, but she's done the DNA already. It says Keanu or Keanu. Yes! I love you said that! It's not. It's Phil. I'm sorry. I don't believe it's Keanu for a second. Would you like me to tell you what I wrote, Emma? I wrote Keanu. But
1: we all know it's Phil. <laughs> so you got that one right as well. Yay! Yay correct! Give the exact same answer as, as, as me.
0: Hive <laughs> mind.
1: Yeah, hive mind. So the next baby, we all know her. The real baby in all of this, really. The only baby we ever know. Oh, baby it's Abby. It's baby Abby. <laughs> it's true. And her mother was obviously... Abby, but who was the child's father?
0: Stephen Beale is the child's biological father.
1: Correct. For a bonus point, can you tell me who is not the child's great grandmother biologically? <laughs> Kathy
2: Beale. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think they forget Stephen's not... Yeah. Yeah, it's so
1: (laughs) weird. They still pretend like Stephen was Ian's actual child. (laughs) On to your next one. Second last one, Emma. You're almost done. The child's name is Lexi. Her mother is Lola. Oh, and these test results. Oh, that's a bit odd. Seemed very related. But who is the child's father?
0: Cousin Ben Mitchell.
1: Correct! (laughs) (laughs) Now for your final one, Emma. Final one. Child's name is George. His mother is Hev or Heather. But who is the child's father? And you'll get a bonus point if you repeat the exact line that Heather said as she introduced us, the viewers, to the father of George.
0: Darren, he is your son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Correct. And thanks to you getting both your bonus points, you've actually made up the full score again. So even though you you didn't get Rob and Leo, you still managed to win. And because you've done so good, Emma, you get some prizes. So you've won the ability to resurrect one legacy child to come back into our next fan fiction.
2: <gasps>
1: Ooh. And, and as a added bonus, he has a half price discount for running out Tiff's womb, courtesy of Butcher, Baker, Baby Maker.
0: This week's episode is sponsored by Walford Indeed.
1: Have you always struggled to find a job? Maybe you don't have the grades, or perhaps none of the experience. Well, look no further. Come in any time, and you can have any job. If you want to be an astronaut, you can be an astronaut. If you want to be head of security, just tackle a little boy. Come to us
2: at Walford Indeed. Hope you enjoyed enjoyed the fireworks. fireworks. Good Night. night.